A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. It's been a big week in international news. This is our International News Week in Review. And for that, I'd like to welcome Roshni Bernadette Abayasikara, the well-known broadcaster and lecturer here in the studio. Hi, Jason. Great to be with you here this morning. Good to see you, Roshni. And the big news overnight was Brett Kavanaugh being confirmed despite all the protests, all the allegations, the Senate backing the nomination by 50 votes to 48 He is going to join the U.S. Supreme Court after a bitter battle and allegations of sexual assault dating back to 1982. Is this something we expected? It could have gone both ways. I think the key thing was that three senators, Senators Flake, Collins and Manson, flipped over onto his side. And that was the key factor that turned it in his favor. Um, but it was looking pretty rocky for a little while last week. Yeah, we had the FBI investigation that uh, they kind of reluctantly ordered, but it didn't seem very far-reaching. They didn't even speak to the protagonists here. Exactly, and it was defined as an incomplete uh, review of the case, and hence he was able to move forward, and the nomination was confirmed. And some amazing scenes. Uh, we saw protests uh, with Mike Pence telling everyone to quieten down uh, on Saturday. Uh, even c- celebrities have been tweeting about it, Ellen DeGeneres among them, saying that it's not right, and to really make their mark at the ballot box at the m- midterm elections in November. Now, you've been actually here in Singapore attending uh, you know, some, a, f- a function on, on Saturday about this. Can you tell us about that and what was uh, said there about the impact potentially on the midterm elections? Yes, um, Jason, I was at the Columbia University Alumni Club last night and we had a lot of political commentary and analysis from the main speaker that evening, Steve Okun, who also commentates on CNBC on a lot of the U.S. American issues. And he had some tremendous analysis um, One would think it would impact the uh, midterm elections, but Steve's take on it was that it's a curveball and Trump should be able to overcome it, even though his popularity ratings right now are pretty low in the 40s. In fact, although within the Republican Party, his ratings are about at 87, according to the Mm. recent Gallup poll. Um, Remains to be seen. You know, we're Mm. just uh, about a month away from those key elections. Uh, But this nomination has gone through without too much shrapnel uh, all over um, President Trump. And it should peter down, I think, within a month. Yeah, like President Trump uh, actually tweeted and said that he was very happy with it. And, of course, he's all been been talking about the Democrats and saying it's politically motivated. Uh, You know, we saw hundreds of people protesting against Mr. Kavanaugh's nomination at the U.S. Capitol in Washington. And, you know, people shouting shame. Uh, from the public gallery with Mike Pence, uh, as I mentioned, calling for order to be restored. But it does seem to be a very divided U.S. at the moment, doesn't it? Uh, With really one side very, very strong and the other side very strong as well. And the independents not really sure what to do. Exactly. And, you know, these nominations of Supreme Court justices, they tend to shape the legacy of a president. And so if we look at the past Obama administration, He successfully nominated not one, but two women to the Supreme Court bench. Mm, mm. And that really reinforced his entire um, sort of stand on empowering women and standing with women. And it sort of solidified his legacy of being a very pro-women's rights um, uh, president. Mm. With uh, Trump and this nomination, it remains to see where it will go. Um, 
Obama-nominated Sonia Sotomayor and Elena Kagan, both known for a tremendous empathy as justices, yep. but also the minority and the diversity that came from these two women. So it still remains to see where Brett Kavanaugh will go, the cases that he'll oversee, and the mark that he'll leave. Well, you went to, to school at Columbia University, you know, in the US, so you're very much I got a good feel for things there. What do you think about the uh, the reaction from women voters in November? Do you think it really will be a backlash as we saw back in 1991 after Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill? You know, the, the women's vote is so critical in the US. It's, you know, one of the countries where women have one of the strongest voices and they can exercise it, freedom of speech, um, you know, freedom to comment, of freedom to assemble. And, and women have, during this entire nomination, done all that and more. I mean, there was chanting in the corridors, shame on you, shame on yeah. you, and door-stopping senators, you know, like Senator Flake at, in an elevator. Yeah, that was incredible. So if there's ever been a moment where women can get, you know, some action done, this has been, in in this case, really, really the case. And, and the media has played that up. I, I think the women's vote will be very critical it, in the midterms. I believe that... In pre- President Obama's elections, the women's vote really did swing in his favor and was a critical factor. Mm. Um, in Hillary Clinton's campaign, um, she didn't get as many women on her side as she would have liked or we would have all liked for her to have. So it is a key vote. Mm. Okay, we're speaking to Roshni Bernadette Abaya Sekara, International News Week in Review. Another prominent uh, female uh, in politics, uh, Theresa May. She's told conservatives that they must be the party for everyone. And she made a pretty good uh, impression at the Conservative Party conference last week in Birmingham. And it was a much better week for the uh, British Prime Minister. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we had that scene of her, you know, dancing onto stage to Abba's Dancing Queen and then her very self-deprecating comments saying that she had, you know, was... Uh, had fixed the sign behind <laughs> her and all those gaffes that she had to recover from from last year. Yes, yeah. So, you know, she came on bounding. So I think it was a really good start for her. And then, of course, the political lines that she came in with, the, the, the policy announcements that she had, you know, namely on, on setting new targets for early detection for cancer and capping local authorities borrowing to build new council homes some pretty decisive moves on her part. So a good start. And we're seeing some more positive uh, messages from the European Union regarding Brexit uh, in the last uh, few hours as well. So that's, that's uh, positive for her. Yes, all, all eyes on where it'll go towards the end of the of this year and, and what's ahead. So yes, Brexit has also <laughs> had bolstered her a little bit. This yeah, week. yeah. So looking more positive. But she's a survivor, isn't it? A lot of people didn't think that she'd last so long because there are so many right-wing factions within her own party that are working against her. And obviously the, the UK public's not, she's not popular with them at all, but she's still hanging in there, in there isn't she? Yeah, another one, you know, just as we were talking about w- the importance of women and mm. women power, she really has that resilience and, and that shone through last week. All right, let's change to a, a woman closer to home, Rosma Mansour. She's the uh, wife of ex-Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak. She was charged with money laundering and tax evasion as a part of an investigation into a massive corruption scandal. We're talking about 1MDB, of course. Uh, 32 different charges for Mr. Najib. Uh, This is a a really explosive story that's uh, taking place across the causeway. Absolutely, Jason. I mean, 
such a fall from grace for Malaysia's first couple mm. and, um, you know, charges of money laundering and tax evasion as part of a broader massive corruption scandal. But she kept a very stoic, almost charming facade, yep. you know, during the course of the proceedings and, and the course of being char- uh, being charged with these. Um, yeah, on Thursday um, in Kuala Lumpur, wasn't it, in the, in the court there? Yeah, she was blowing kisses as she arrived, you know, to the KL courthouse. So it doesn't seem to have phased her, pretty stoic and, and, mm. and, and well composed. Yeah, and she spent a night in detention following her arrest by anti-corruption officials on Wednesday. But as you mentioned, you know, from allegedly a, a life of luxury to this rather more austere um, l- life at the moment as they try and clear their names. But uh, it, we see a strong swell of support uh, for justice, I guess, in, in Malaysia. No matter what side of the fence you're on, they want to see exactly what happened with the 1MDB scandal and everything around it. Exactly. And, you know, they've set bail at half a million US dollars mm. for for um, Ms. Rosma. And that, that's a pretty hefty amount. Yeah, really. To get your freedom with. Yeah. yeah. So that's a story that we're going to continue to uh, follow here on Money FM. Let's go back to the US. Ben Affleck, he thanked his family and friends, the actor, after completing a stay in rehab for alcohol addiction. And this the amazing thing here, Roshni, she's, he's only 46 this is his third day in a third time, I should say, in rehab. He spent 40 days at a treatment center and was still in outpatient care. He said, the support I've received from my family, colleagues and fans means more to me than I can say. And his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, a very prominent Hollywood actress, is still supporting him through this process, which is great to see. But I mean, incredible. What a great actor, Batman star. He's been in so many great movies. And yet he's got this personal battle going on. Yes, it's been ongoing for some time, as you said, Jason, um, since 2001. So it's almost two decades now that he's been struggling with this. And and such a prominent actor with so much potential, you know, Goodwill Hunting, Argo, Shakespeare mm. in Love, and of course his most recent role in Batman, a couple of Academy Awards under his belt, still a lot of potential to keep going. The key question is, how is he going to conquer this? And is this his last time in rehab? And Jen Garner, his, his ex-wife, still standing by him, dry driving him to rehab, some pretty um, powerful and sad images of her still standing by him during this tough time. I think they have three kids and, and a couple of the kids really look like him too. They showed some photos and uh, must be hard on the kids to see their dad, uh, you know, 40 days in rehab. Yeah, exactly. And on, on a, a more optimistic and hopeful note, during my research for this segment, mm. I, I read that Ben Affleck's father had also struggled right. with alcohol addiction and he had conquered it. And in his sobriety, he became a counsellor for alcoholics right. in his, his later years. Mm. So let's hope it goes goes well for him on that front. Yeah, we just have to imagine, you know, being a Hollywood actor and having all this scrutiny. And, you know, we know, I mean, we've both lived in the US and how much fascination there is around uh, Hollywood stars and having to deal with the public scrutiny. You know, you, you're separated from your wife and you've got three kids and yet you're dealing with this uh, problem of alcoholism. Yes. And, you, you know, Ben Affleck has had a great history of tremendous humanitarian work in East Congo. And mm. he's, he's a man with uh, a strong social consciousness. So right now, I think he's probably voicing or he has voiced that he's keen to get back to some level of normalcy in life and get back to acting. 
the next uh, production for Batman is coming up early next year, mm. and he said he wants to put the cape on again. Wow. Um, so it, it's looking like a positive voice from his side, and all eyes are, are, are on whether he'll be Batman again. He'll mm. get well and be Batman again. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting was the one that really launched his career, but I think my favorite's Argo, that uh, fantastic film about around the Iran uh, revolution. Have you seen that? Yes, absolutely. He did a, a really good fantastic, job Fantastic, you know, and got that whole late 70s vibe. So uh, lots to talk about. Roshni Bernadette Abbasakara with our International News Week in Review. Thank you very much for your insights.